recorded live. Hello, and welcome to Strange Talk with your host, Doc. Uh, I hope you're having a great day. My day's all right. I'm I'm not going to really complain, but I do have something to say before I get into my normal show. Uh, Passive-aggressive behavior. I do this show twice a week, Mondays and Fridays, always at the same time. So everybody that's in my world basically knows that I'm busy doing this show. Yet I still receive phone calls from a certain person in Texas during the course of the show that has nothing to do with the show. And that's definitely passive-aggressive behavior. Now, it's the same type of person that will tell you, and this is another thing that's a real pet peeve to me, nothing disturbs me almost any more than this. People who tell you that you're your, they're your brother, but do nothing to show brotherly love towards you, support towards you, concern towards you, we have to then now find a way to remove ourselves, not angrily, but remove ourselves from these people because it's more like they really want to see harm come to you than pleasure be a part of your life. And I'm very confused. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be upset, but I don't think so. If you think that I shouldn't be upset when I feel that somebody is purposely going out of their way to sabotage me at every turn for no apparently good reason, if it was a good reason, I understand. Like, I recently had somebody tell me, support my program, support my project, support my project. I mean, 50 times they asked me to support their project. I explained to them why that I couldn't. Logistically, I couldn't support them. I can't be where they need me to be because we're talking hundreds, maybe 1,500 miles away, and it's not life and death. It's really a very trivial thing. So I say support my program well, you could do it from the comfort of your car, your home, your Walkman, your cell phone. Yes, my brother, I got you. No, my brother, you don't. But now, I've, since I got that ran out of my system, I'm going to move on now and actually start talking about what the show is based on. We're going to start with Josh McDaniels. I thought that what he did was one of those moves, just like the person I was explaining. You don't say what you mean, you don't mean what you say. Josh McDaniels had time, he had more than enough time to think about his decisions and how it affected other people leaving their livelihood to make moves, logistic moves. I don't know if these other assistant coaches that he hired have families. They could have had small kids. Naturally, he thought of himself first. And I don't fault anybody for thinking of themselves first. But you don't live in a world where you only think of you. You also think about how what you do affects other people. And in this manner, he didn't. Not only did he not think about how this affected other people, he didn't even think about how this affected a whole organization. The Indianapolis coach now have to bring in another head coach who might not, who might have personal issues with some of the people that were actually hired as assistants. Now these become subordinates of this person who might never wanted to work with them. So that's a, a real tricky situation. But when you come from the Patriot land. 
you get to do what you want to do when you want to do it, it seems. So now we've got the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are now the Super Bowl champs. They're going to be extended, I think, an invitation to go to the White House. Several players, including Malcolm Jenkins, have already stated that in no way, shape, or form do they want an audience, unless it was a private sit-down audience, with Donald J. Trump. Last thing they need is Donald Trump. I mean, everybody forgets. He just called these guys son of a bitches. He, he told them they didn't have the right to protest, even though it was a total 100% peaceful, nonviolent protest against what I stand behind 100%. This is America. You have the right to not honor the national anthem or the flag. That is a part of freedom. Uh, and kneeling, beat it, turning your back or sitting on the bench, which uh, Beast Mode did. And I understand that, but you have the right. The, the America allows you freedoms that other places don't. What you get beheaded for there, you could be applauded. Colin Kaepernick is walking around collecting awards left, right, backwards, and forwards. Before we know it, he'll have 10 honorary doctorates. So Colin Kaepernick, I do tip my hat to him for taking the initial stance, but I'm still waiting to hear something from Colin. It would be a beautiful thing to hear from his own mouth. And I'm sure every platform known to man, he could have a one-day podcast. He probably would have 10 million. This thing would go viral. 10 minutes explaining his stance, where he's at today, what he's feeling, if he feels that any movement has been made, or did he just want to upset the apple cart, which he did. This was an interesting NFL season, all the way down to a team that I did not think would win the Super Bowl in, in the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, especially with a backup quarterback doing. So I hope as a team, as Golden State Warriors decided that they did not want to go to the White House, the Philadelphia Eagles as a team, up all the way up to Laurie, would say we do not want anything to do with this particular White House administration. Uh, we don't want anything to do with this this pony show ran by Trumpino. Now, in North Carolina, Nightsdale, North Carolina, we had a father and son arrested for allegedly having a baby together. Um, now, that is some sick shit you would have to agree with me. Not only is that crazy, but these two were publicly flaunting this incest by even stating that they wanted to be married. I don't know. You know what? Sometimes jail is a good thing, but in cases like this, I think they be, both need to be mentally evaluated. There's certain people that you look at in this planet, and they are not for you, and they are your offsprings. They are off limits at all times. This is not biblical times where it's all right, first cousins, aunties, nieces, uncles, and aunt, you know, and cousins. This is your daughter, your protector. You're not a lover. And never should you be a lover. And then how long was this going on to this girl? I don't, I'm sure at 18, 19, 
it just didn't dawn on her that she wanted a father. Maybe she was being molested but for years. That's why I'm saying uh, some kind of psychological evaluation should be done in this instance to, find, to figure out when and how. Maybe the daughter is just uh, like a Stockholm Syndrome type thing where she is suffering from years of abuse at the hands of a man that she was entrusted to take care of her by the creator. Now, Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity goes out of his way to blame Barack Obama for the stock market drop earlier this week. Not thinking that if he's giving, see, this is how twisted the logic is. If you are going to give Barack Obama the blame for the stock market dropping, wouldn't you in turn have to also give him the credit for the rise of the stock market over the last couple of months? Because this is still all while he's out of office. He's been out of office since January 20th, I believe, of 2017. So all the ups, you would also have to credit, but you can't do that. The downs, you can give to him. Just, you know, I, 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 I try my best to stay away from that whole news platform over there. I, unless it's a major tragedy, like some kind of terrorist attack, a bombing, or something like that, I stay away from the CNNs, MSNBCs, the Fox. I stay away from all of them because I'm not going to be fed information that I can go out and seek for myself. And this is just ridiculous. This just doesn't make sense. Okay, I talked about this earlier, maybe. We are now going through the detoxification period of the NFL. We don't have any NFL this weekend to shoot into our veins, snort up our noses, or smoke through a pipe. So we have to look for other things to interest our and take up our time. We have a UFC card this weekend, UFC 221. Romero versus Rockhold, Mark Hunt versus Curtis Blades. The Mark Hunt Curtis Blades fight, I'm expecting, these are two heavyweights, I'm expecting somebody to go to sleep. And I am not talking about maybe, I am talking about, I'm thinking 90 percentile chance that somebody is taking a nap in public between these two. Now, Romero and Rockhold, they're fighting for the interim title that Patterson can't defend because he's injured. I thought Rockhold would have still been champ today if he didn't get caught up by overlooking Michael Bixpin. He looked overlooked Michael Bixpin. He went a little Hollywood with Jimmy Lovato, and he wound up getting knocked out. But he seems to have rebounded well. Romero, who I thought should have had a shot at the title a couple of years ago, but for whatever reason, between him and Jacare, they couldn't sniff a shot at the title. Hopefully, Romero and Luke will put on a show because we need something to fill these spaces. Now, the trade deadline ended in the NBA yesterday. I am not so excited about what the Lakers got, Shannon Fry and Isaiah Thomas. Shannon Fry is a, like a 14-year vet in the NBA his better days are over. Isaiah Thomas has been totally exposed as a one-way player only, an offensive player. 
and until he gets his wheels fully under him, he's not even that offensive player. And now he has to readjust to a brand-new system. We don't know when the hell is Lonzo Ball kid is coming back. Uh, he seems to have been injured forever. But the one thing, you know, not wishing bad on him, but the one thing about Lonzo Ball being injured is we have not had to hear from LeVar Ball. Maybe he's still over in Lithuania with those other two, LaAngelo and LaMelo. I don't know. But this has been like a great two-month period of time where this man has actually been It's a beautiful thing. Now, if we could only go get Trump to on Twitter and in general, we'd be great. So Saturday, we got my San Antonio Spurs are playing the Golden State Warriors, which I would hope would be a much better game. But with the San Antonio Spurs being as secretive as the New England Patriots are, there's no word on Kawhi, when Kawhi is coming back. I mean, this is held like state secrets at a higher level than Russia-Trump collusion. So, I mean, I, I really wish the claw would be coming back soon. I mean, the Spurs could use them. They're still an outstanding team. It's going to make the playoffs. Probably going to win 50 games for like the 20th year in a row. So that always sails on. Greg Popovich is my coaching hero. When it comes to coaching, I mean, matter of fact, as a man, I would love to meet Mr. Popovich. That's how much respect I have for him. He's Mr. Popovich to me, and I've never met him, but I respect, it seems like the image that he portrays, I can respect that. And Sunday, we got the Cavs versus the Celtics. The Cavs with all those new pieces, maybe we'll get a chance by Sunday afternoon to actually see how some of these pieces gel. I am not... 100%, I mean, I am not one of those people that's jumping over hurdles because they got younger, which they did. They got a little bit better on defense. Yes, they did. This Clarkson kid, I'm not impressed with this Clarkson kid. He's scoring 14, 15 points a game. But let's think about this realistically. He's scoring 15 points a game for a last-place team. Somebody's got to be doing something on the team. I mean, Lonzo can't score to save his life. So Clarkson is probably coming off the bench playing against second-tier players, and he's getting his. And he's been around a couple of years. So it's not a horrible thing, especially since they got younger. They got rid of Shumpert. I feel happy for Wade. Wade gets to go back where he belonged to begin with. He should have never went to Chicago. But I understand the Chicago move because he wanted to play at home. And you can't fault somebody for wanting to play in their home where they grew up. You know, it might be the only time that those aunties and uncles and high school players, you know, the people that you grew up with could actually come and see you more than that one once, twice a year that you come through town like the circus. Now you're there 41 games. So everybody gets a chance to enjoy your company, you know, so I don't I don't fault Wade, but I'm happy for Wade that he gets to go back to Miami where he could retire and get the love that and honor that he respects in Miami, being what I consider the greatest uh sorry Lonzo, 
morning, but the greatest heat of all times would be Dwayne Wade. So that's a beautiful thing for him. Now, I feel bad for Chris ba- Christoph Basingas. He tears his ACL. And when you're 7'3", and you tear anything, we never know how you're going to come back. But I'm, I'm wishing the unicorn the best of luck. I'm wishing that he bounces back from this. We won't see it, really, until March of 2019, because they say it's a 10-month injury, which takes us to, like, December. But I'm thinking after that, just to get his NBA lungs and legs under him is going to take another two months. So let's say 12 months. Let's say February to March of 2019, we'll know if Kristoff is back to being Kristoff or decline has already begun. Because one thing that uh, history has proven is that if you're over a, like seven foot one, the career span is only six years to begin with. This is his third year, and he's already had a devastating injury. I mean, think about this. Non-contact, he, it wasn't like he got knocked or he hit somebody. It, it, it's a horrible thing. I hate to see this happen to any young man. But, you know, life is real, and this is the way it goes. Now, something I, I totally don't agree with, but I see it's happening, and I hope his family is going to benefit greatly from it. Roy Orbison is actually going on tour 30 years after his death. Holograph tour, which is starting in the UK in April, but then it's going to go worldwide. I am totally against hologram tours. I believe that's what CDs, videos, old, you know, being on old talk shows and and things like that are for. I don't think that in this day and age, Frank Sinatra should be on a world tour. I mean, if that's the case, then why don't we just have CGI recordings, writers write the song, producers produce the song, and instead of an artist, we make an artist. We make an artist that looks the way we want it to look, with the body dimensions that we want it to have, with the nationality that we want it to have, and then we put that out there as opposed to a real person. Because it seems like right now, fake is good enough. Okay, fake sex doll, fake music act. What's next? Why don't we just have Humphrey Bogart star in a movie next year with, say, like Jennifer Lawrence? You know, he could be her love interest in a movie from next year. Uh, you know what? Make uh, Fast and the Furious 19 and bring back this uh, Walker guy in every fucking issue. I mean, every uh, episode. So now, even death, we work now beyond the grave. So we can have Jimi Hendrix on tour with Elvis Presley, on tour with Janet Joplin, if their families agree. I mean, are we going to now have uh, Richard Pryor, Bernie Mac? comedy tour i mean it, it we, we got to get to a point where some of this stuff has got to end and I, I i'm i'm totally against it i mean like i said if it benefits the family it's not my call it's their call but it's creepy it's not something i would do like i said i would go to see a laser show featuring your music where it's artwork done but not 
Tupac himself. I don't need to see a holographic image of Tupac when I could just have in my own mind and put a CD in a CD player or just pop on my phone and MP3 a song, you know, iTunes. I don't need to actually see you. But this seems like where we're heading. The Winter Olympics starts this weekend from Seoul, Korea. And this will not be something that I will as much see TV for me. I will turn by it if I see something interesting, which will not be hockey or the luge or the most amazing sport. I don't even know the name of it, but it had that big round barrel and the guy sweeps with a broom in front of it, which is insane. I won't be watching any of that. It's not going to happen. But if I turn by, and it's not the most manly thing, but if I see some figure skating and it looks all right, I'll stick with it. If I see some skiing, I might stick with that. But more than likely, uh, this is not must-see. This is not stay up late to watch. But if it's on and I turn by a channel and I catch it, I will watch some Winter Olympics. Black Panther is is coming into the theaters. And it's such a big movie that you got to actually buy these tickets in advance or you can't even get to the theater next week to see the movie. Now, I feel a little bad being a black person. I really did not know much about Black Panther growing up as a child. I was a Luke Cage fan. I was a Submariner fan. I was Flash, Superman, Batman, Green Hornet, Green Lantern. Those were the comics that I read. Uh, I don't know much about Black Panther. Other than the fact, it seems that Black Panther is a big-time character. And such a big-time character that World War Three revolves around if he wins or his opponent wins in this movie. Now, I need to find out, and I wish somebody would be able to help me and let me know what movie I should be seeing before Black Panther to set me up for Black Panther. I wish I had some of my co-hosts with me because I'm sure that they would have seen it. And I, I believe it might be something like Captain America fits into this or the Avengers, but I don't know, and I don't, I don't want to watch them all trying to figure out. But uh, I think I'm going to do some Google research. That's what the Internet is for, do research, right? Now, this weekend, I haven't seen either one of them, and they don't come very highly recommended, but like I said, detoxing from the NFL – and since I'm detoxing from the NFL, I think I'm going to see Roman J. Israel and Suburbicon. I don't know why these movies kind of interest me. Maybe it was just even the stupid posters. So visually, something can intrigue you. And I guess this I'm intrigued visually. Not, not that the uh, trailers were so great, but I just think that I was intrigued by the, uh, the, post, the movie posters enough where I want to actually see these films this weekend, and I need something to watch anyway. And uh, this being the last week that most network television are going to show regular shows until about the 27th or 28th of February because everybody is running scared of the Olympics taking ratings because it's a worldwide thing. So a lot of shows, especially NBC, you might as well say it's shut down. No Law and Order. 
no blacklist, things like that. They all gone away for a couple of weeks. So I'm going to try to get my movies watching up. I've been listening to a lot more music lately, and uh, I've been listening to a brother called Tech Nine, and I have to give Tech Nine a thumbs up. I'm a member, actually subscribed to his YouTube page. So when Strange Music, this coming from Strange Talk, when Strange Music releases new music, I get it instantly, and I love it. And he usually does not disappoint me. I would say 98% of the time, I'm actually with what Tech Nine is doing, and he actually released a a, a, a video yesterday called um, "Talk," and I highly recommend that song to anybody who can hear my voice. "Talk" by Tech Nine, very good song. So now we got this guy, Arthur Jones, a Holocaust denier. He's running unimposed in Illinois' third congressional district for the GOP primary. The GOP should be fucking ashamed of themselves to have somebody like this represent them anywhere. They should have somebody in the pocket ready to step up who will show America that this is not who and what we are about. But you know what? Sometimes seeing is believing. If there are enough Arthur Joneses and Donald Trumps, then Maybe the GOP is just overtly just saying, forget, you know, like Taco Bell's with their Illuminati commercial by throwing it in your face. Maybe the GOP, by being, acting ignorant to the fact that they have these type of people out there, is saying, this is really what we support. Deal with it. Now, I'm hoping whoever the hell the Democrat is, I don't know too much about Illinois' politics, but whoever the Democrat is from the 3rd Congressional District, I hope they got their shit together and blow this Arthur Jones off the map when it comes time to the general election. Blow this clown off the map. How the hell are you going to deny the Holocaust? It happened. It's as simple as that. It happened. So dumbass Donald, Trumpino, he comes up and he has his little press conference. He's always trying to be fucking cute. President of the United States shouldn't be trying to be cute. You know, me being strange, doing strange talk, I should be trying to be a little cute here and there to keep you listening to me. Not the president of the free world. So he, he asks the crowd, he asks the reporter in the crowd that those Democrats who didn't stand for him should be considered treasonous. I mean, this is insane. But this is the same man, I guess, in his mind, is treasonous because he wants to have this grand march, this grand military parade up and down Washington, I guess uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, so he could have his, he could have his Hitler slash Mussolini slash, uh, Mao Zedong, Stalin moment. He wants this grand, he wants his Kim Jong-un moment. He's jealous. Could you believe this? He's jealous that that man has that moment with the, all these people in one step. I mean, looking like, uh, 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 it's ridiculous. He wants that dictator moment. He wants that so bad that I think the old man would literally shit his pants. 
Now, he did give us a great moment this weekend when the wind blew the back of that ball fucking spot up on the back of his head that he's been trying to convince us that was airtight. And I'm sure the young lady who sprays him with about 15 cans of that shit every morning, she has already been fired and told to go fuck off. Now, think about it. This is the same president this week who had the federal, a federal appeals court upheld that students can sue his phony-ass Trump University to get their money back. Those diplomas are not worth clown college diplomas because at least a clown college diploma, you became legitimately, you had the skill set to be a clown. Now, there might not be any Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey anymore, but you were at least legitimately qualified now to be a clown. But a Trump University degree, you're not qualified. It's not worth the paper that it's printed on, you know? And Donald Jr., he tells us daddy's not a uh, racist. How could my father be a racist? He has pictures with himself and black people, especially rappers, you know, gangster rappers like Snoop. He has pictures with himself and uh, Al Sharpton. Would a racist do that? Yes, a racist would do that. You know what? Maybe Donald hasn't always exhibited these views, but maybe we never paid attention closely when he was just a personality. And let's not forget, a lot of these people back in those days were helping, like Don King and Trump, I mean, uh, Tyson, they were helping put good money in Donald's pocket because he was just a casino slash real estater. He didn't have the power, the office of being a president holds. Now, do you know how they say money, real money, just brings out more of who you are inside? I just think that the reveal, he's pulled back the veil and said, this is who I am. And I don't give a damn if he's got pictures with Biggie, Tupac, uh, NWO and and public enemy, you could take a picture with a homosexual. doesn't mean that you're not homophobic. You could take a picture with a Jewish person. does not mean that you're not anti-Semitic. A picture says a thousand words, but sometimes it lies too. Those, nobody said that those words were all truthful. It just says a lot. Sometimes it says nothing. Shit, you show me a picture of a cat sitting in a, in a field, that picture's not telling me shit, personally, you know what I mean? So Steve Wynn, who I tip my hat to him in one way, and I want to kick him in the nuts in another way, he has these beautiful hotels in Las Vegas. I don't know if he's still involved with the Golden Nugget, but at one time he was with the Golden Nugget, and he had the Wynn and the Encore, and these are beautiful facilities, top-notch facilities. But he has to resign because of sex misconduct. Now, how does a man who could have every form, shade, fashion of women that you could probably, like ice cream, more flavors of women would be in and out of his room if he wanted to on a daily basis? Why would he have to then do anything outside the pale uh, 
and cause himself harm, cause his family, his name to be besmirched. It doesn't make sense. It's free. Why would you steal what is already free to you? I mean, he had a damn. Could you imagine? This is Las Vegas. You stay in Las Vegas. Steve Wynn needs to see some women. He wants he wants some women to get busy with him. You're a multi-billionaire. It's not like you can't wine and dine. You don't have to put your hands where they don't belong. You don't have to touch or or do anything by using your power over somebody when women are more than willing. I, I, I don't understand this. So Doritos, I guess the Fritos ladies, Frito ladies, Doritos decides they want to come out with Lady Doritos, which I think is insane. And if, if I got the premise right, Lady Doritos is just not going to have as many shitty little pieces of Doritos in the bag as a normal bag. So why don't you just give it all, all? Can we all have that? Because just because a man doesn't mind taking a bag and turning it up like a beer doesn't mean that's what we want to do. It'd be nice that if every chip was in the bag was really a chip in the bag and not broken into 10 good chips and 500 pieces. So, you know what? I think it's insulting this Lady Dorito. Just the, the idea, Lady Doritos. Make that same bag for all of us. We would all appreciate that. If you ate Doritos, I'm sure you don't want them. I mean, because them shits are dry anyway. And you know them little chips, dry, salty, they hit the back of your throat. You, you, at least you could chew on the, uh, the big ones, crunch them. So, please, let's do that. We did dodge a bullet. Government is not shutting down. Thank God Congress signed the bill uh, two years. And hopefully... Hopefully Trumpino doesn't even survive to the end of this bill. Hopefully in 20, hold on, 2020, he's already called ex-president, deposed president, uh, resigned president, impeached president. All of those sound good. Now, there's some fucking bakery in California who refuses to make a cake for same-sex uh, weddings, which to me is asinine. They thought enough, think about this, they thought enough about you to bring you their business. Money out of their pocket to money in your pocket. Now you take this high moral ground of, I can't take your money because Bob is with Billy, which makes no sense when you still got bills to pay. I think there's a time where you... Sure, you should have integrity in everything you do. But you think that a guy, a black man who owns a, say a black guy owns a, a barbecue house, barbecue, rib shack. He doesn't like the police. But when the cops come in to eat, do you think that's the time that he does that? Or does he feed them, take their money, help pay his light, gas, electric, and insurance? That's the way you got to look at it. It's a bigger picture when you own a business. So I'm hoping that these people, you know, if I'm hoping that this shit is in order. If you're looking down on other people because of who they sleep with, because if they're consulting adults, it's none of your fucking business who they sleep with. So if they're looking down on them, I'm hoping that they don't have any form of glass house that they're living in. No glass house whatsoever. Now, before I move on to something else, I just want to talk about... Um, Social media. 
if your social media is not doing what you need it to do, then start scaling down on the social media that you're dealing with. Say you have a Facebook. You post things on your Facebook, and you look for input, and you don't get that input. So it's all right because nobody owes you anything. That's the way you got to look at it. Nobody owes you anything. Likes are not going to feed you. Likes are not going to pay your bills. It's not going to put gas in your car. And if if that becomes something that means a lot to you, then back away from it. Keep your sanity. Don't let the Internet steal your sanity. Don't let it steal your peace. I totally – now, I have a Facebook for Strange Talk with Doc, Doc McQueen, but it's a totally public – public figure Facebook site that anybody can go on, anybody can view anything that I have on there, but it's basically just links to the stuff that I've done. It's no longer, hey, you had pizza for lunch, and I'm responding to your pizza, or you brought a pair of shoes. I don't care about stuff like that anymore. It, uh, and I don't care to post that part of my life. Now, what comes from my brain what comes from my heart, what comes from my soul, I don't mind sharing because, you know, maybe someday I will help somebody, one person, or maybe somebody will help me. Maybe I don't know. But a like means nothing. Um, so don't, you don't, please, don't tie yourself into that. Don't, it's, it's not everything. It's not the end-all, be-all. It's, you know, it's a fun thing to play around with. I still have Instagram, but my Instagram is basically just to promote Strange Talk with Doc. I have Twitter, basically to promote Strange Talk with Doc. Matter of fact, please comment, like, share. My videos are all located on YouTube, Strange Talk with Doc. Also, I'm on Vimo, Strange Talk with Doc. I'm on TalkShoe. Our world, actually, it's still listed as our world on TalkShoe because they wouldn't allow me to change the name. Because I used to do a show with a guy named Ned Boy, and it was called Our World with Ned Boy and Doc. I have over 110 shows They're about all kinds of topics. Uh, some are long shows, some are clips. I have some clips that are as short as three minutes, just so people would get a little bit of a, 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 a taste of what we were about. But now it seems like uh, Strange Talk with Doc is going to be more than likely a solo project. I've done the first five shows with guest hosts. This is my first time actually doing this new podcast as a solo. And as far as I'm concerned, so far, so good. But you be the judge. Please let me know. Like I said, comment, share, like, if that's what you feel. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you hate it, let me know. If there's something that you think I should change, I'm open to suggestion. If you think I suck ass, put it in the comment. Please let me know. Your your true gut feeling is what I want to hear. I don't, I don't need no sugar-coated shit. Tell me what you feel. I'm, I'm, I'm open. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Now, before we get out of here, we had some sad situations. Toronto had a serial killer. 
killing gay guys. This Bruce MacArthur. And unfortunately, from what I've seen as an experience, I guess I watch too many of these ID programs, it seems like Toronto, or Canada itself, is very lenient on um, murder. You can murder 10 people and get, what, 15 years. But I'm hoping that in this case, you know, when you're preying on a, not just a section of people, and supposedly they had told Toronto police that somebody was killing gay men there for years, but nobody would really look into it. But then they find, like, at least these bodies at this man's house. And you know what? I don't think anybody should be targeted for who they are. And that leads me to Las Vegas. Las Vegas, they got a serial killer that's killing people who are already getting the blunt and the ass kicked by life, be it self-imposed or due to circumstances out of their control, and they're called the homeless. Somebody is actually targeting, murdering homeless people. Uh, life is bad enough when you're homeless. When you got nowhere to lay down, no bathroom to use, no kitchen to go get a cup, glass of water, the basic necessities, I mean, things that we take for granted every day, closets, turning on our TV. You know, I'm guaranteeing you, most of us, we take for granted the computers and this, that, and the other. These people would pray for a hallway when it's raining to sleep in. So I feel bad, and I'm hoping that the, the killer is found prontissimo in Vegas, and they put an end to this shit. I, I, I cannot get into anybody's mind when it comes to causing death, destruction, mayhem, and terror upon other human beings. I don't, I don't believe in it. I don't believe that's what we should do. I believe that you should support somebody if you can. You should always help somebody if you can because you might be the only person who helps that person. And we need to look at it that way. You might be the only person who helps that person. Every time somebody says, please, can you help me, does not mean that they're trying to get over on you. And it's not your responsibility to figure out what they're going to do with that one, two dollars. You feeling big and bad because you gave somebody two dollars and you want them to explain what they're going to do. You give, you give freely so that you may receive back freely. The universe has a way of paying back people for doing good. Always do good if you can. Always do good if you can. If somebody fucks with you, crush them. I believe that. I don't care who they are, who they think they are. If they try to bring you harm for no good reason and you're living a good, peaceful life towards them, you've always treated them well, don't accept somebody else's garbage that is not for you. Except, now, if you have garbage that you deserve, accept, learn to, sometimes we have to learn to be adults and accept that. But I won't accept some shit that you're mad at Joe Blow for, for me. I, if it's not me, I'm not taking it. Well, I thank you for listening in to the very first Strange Talk with Doc solo podcast. And like I said, please comment, like, subscribe, share. You're free to share it with it, whoever you like. And I'll be back again on Monday. This is a twice-a-week program. I take live call-ins. You can call me at 
724-444-7444. Once again, that's 724-444-7444. The ID number is 145048. Once again, that ID number is 145048. I'm live. Monday, Fridays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I would love to hear from you. We could talk. I usually have a set schedule of things I want to discuss, but if you want to come on and talk about something, I am more than willing to hear what you got to say. And I'm going to say, just like I always used to say on my other show, Our World with Ned Boy and Doc, peace, people, peace. <laughs>